All right, welcome back. Another episode, Podcast Perspective, a podcast about life, business, and motivation. Today, I got a very, very, very special guest with me today, man. Um, she's saving lives in the day, changing bodies at night, writing books for the kids, and teaching about the fact that girls can play football too. Today, I got with me Ace in the building. He pretty much gave an amazing uh, introduction already, but um, like he said, my name is Ace. Um, I'm a business owner. I'm a mom of two. Uh, I'm a firefighter. I'm a children's book author. Um, I was playing professional football for a while. Um, yeah, so I, I, I wear a lot of hats. Yeah. I, <laughs> when I did my research on you, I seen you, and I was just like, I know you got a story. I know you yeah, got something sure. to tell, man, and, and it's just crazy. So let's start with... Um, with the with the with the firefighting, how did how did right. you get into that? Honestly, firefighting is the newest thing that I've been doing. Um, okay. I've always wanted to be a firefighter growing up. I always thought that was the coolest profession, right? Really? Okay. But I mean, you know, life happens, and it just wasn't my time. It didn't work mm-hmm. out for me in that way. But uh, before the pandemic, um, okay. I kind of got offered the opportunity to come and try to see if I can make it through the whole firefighting school and everything, how that goes. Super hard. A lot of people don't don't get through just because of how rigorous it is. And um, mm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And then, you know, the pandemic happened. Everything mm. got kind of put on pause. And then it, the opportunity came back around again. And I felt mm. like, you know what? The second time it came back around, it was it was meant to be. So yeah. went through Firefighter Academy. That was what five months. Then we had another couple of three months of EMT school. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was difficult. We started with what eighteen of us, I believe. We ended up uh, with eleven. So yeah, it was difficult. So what what makes it so hard to become a firefighter? Though? Man, it's just okay. The physical part, I would mm-hmm. say, is where most people um, just just fell out. I mean, it's really hard. You got to be able to pull a 170 pound dummy on your own. You can't do it with any help too. And if you anybody that knows me, I'm five feet tall. I'm 120 pounds on a good day. <laughs> so I mean, this dummy is heavy, soaking wet, and it has clothes on. Everything you have yeah. to be able to drag it to safety. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so many different drills that you have to do. And we're doing it in full gear. Our gear is another, what, 60 pounds already. And, you know, we're on the floor pulling holes, jumping off trucks, um, rescuing people, search and rescue. It's just, it's a lot that goes into it. And a lot of people just just can't handle the physical part. And just aside of the physical part, we're taking tests every week too. So it's only a certain amount of tests that you can fail. And once Mm. you fail, whatever that number is, according to the department that you're in, you're out too. So it's it's a lot mentally and physically for sure. Mm. But I was hearing like, when you're a firefighter, like the hours are like nice as a firefighter. Um, it depends on what your <laughs> lifestyle is. Um, we work 24 hour shifts, so you work uh, 24 hours and then you're all 48 hours. So that's uh, how we do it. So some some departments may do 12 hours or you know. I heard about like three on and so many off. Something yeah. like like 12 hours, 12 hours, 12 hours. And, it was and every department is different. It it, okay. it changes. But my department that I work in, I work 24 hours on and then I'm off for 48 hours. But okay. I run a business, so I'm not necessarily Never off. off. <laughs> so but th- yeah, let's talk about that. So how okay. how do you manage that? Being able to run your business and then be a firefighter. Because you said you got into the firefighter, you know, a little bit later. After, so. right, right. So, basically, I have a, um, a health and wellness building. I have a gym in the back, a barbershop, a hair salon in the front. I have um, a massage therapist in my building. I have a spa in my building. Everything is underneath the same roof. Okay. Um, I have a few trainers there, too. So, basically, when I'm not there, mm-hmm. um, my trainers are there. My business still runs because everybody has their own business within the entity of um 
underneath the realm of my my ace, ace quarters is what it's called. Okay. Um, it's home of Ace Athletics and then a couple of other businesses too. So it pretty much still runs. Um, I have a great support system. My mom is amazing. She okay. goes up there. She cleans when I'm not there. Amazing. She opens it, closes it. So I, I, it works out. You know, it works out. So how so how did you how did you get into that? How did you get into that, that um, your business and everything? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so with training, growing up, my mom owned a gym. So okay. I, oh. I call myself like a gym baby. I've been in okay. the gym my whole life, um, through middle school, high school, everything. My mom was a gym owner. And back then, you didn't see a lot of gym owners. You just saw, right. like, the big chain gyms. Yeah. You saw the Gold's Gym, the LA Fitness, Planet Fitness, or whatever. But yeah. you didn't see a lot of personal training studios or, you yeah. know, just gyms like that. So mm-hmm. not like you see now. Right. So, yeah, growing up, my mom owned a gym, and I pretty much learned it from just watching her growing up. Um, okay. And then, you know, I came home from college. I did a whole bunch of other stuff. And then at some point, I was like, you know what? I'm ready to do it. So it's just been ever since then. Yeah. So let, let, let's go there. So yeah, yeah. owning a gym, getting into that whole game, seeing your mom have a gym. Right. How, what, what was that transition like for you saying, like, I want a gym and I'm about to start a gym? Man, you know what? At first, you know how you can kind of like run away from run away from fate. Mm-hmm. Um, so to speak, it's kind of like I felt like I wanted to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. I was fighting it for so long because I was like, mm-hmm. man, my mom owned the gym. I don't want to do the same thing my right. mom did, even though I know that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, so I went and did, you know, I went to be a teacher. I don't want to be no teacher. Like, I don't know why I did that. So I graduated from college. I went to I went and taught, and then of course I went and did some higher education stuff at a university. I was an advisor for like seven years, okay. and then I just realized like this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not mm-hmm. fulfilled. I'm not happy. This isn't what yeah. I want. I'm supposed to be changing lives in, in other ways. Right. Um, and then I feel like that's that's just my calling. To me, it's not a job. It comes so natural, comes so easy to me because it's what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So I kind of made that transition out of corporate America. I stepped out on fate. Mm-hmm. I talked to my mom about it. She was a great resource. Um, okay. and, and we just went and did it. I started with a small space. Okay. Um, it was My first space was like 1,500 square feet. Okay. And then um, during the pandemic, I moved to another building. It's like right under six thousand square feet. Uh, okay. So yeah, so I kind of grew. Kind of deal I did, I did, I did. I did. So I couldn't turn it down. <laughs> I couldn't turn it down, and it ended up being like a major blessing. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So. When you got into it, was your mom still in it at the same time? Yeah. So, actually, my mom is about to be 60, and she still trains now. Wow. Yeah, so she's still she's still in it. So, she's one of the trainers at the gym, too. Okay. You know, she doesn't like to train too many clients. She has her little small amount of mm-hmm. people that she trains in the morning. She doesn't even be, uh, train in the evening at all. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so she's still in it, too. And I'm still constantly learning things from her, mm-hmm. and she's 60, and she's still, yeah. you know, she's she's amazing. So so, how did y'all all get into that whole gym and that working mm-hmm. out? Like, what does that come from? Is that like a family um, thing or not really? To be honest, I mean, I'm, I've always been an athlete. My mom is super athletic too. My brothers, mm-hmm. um, they're athletic as well. So I think just coming from an athletic background. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mom, honestly, she was the first person to just she's a trailblazer, you know. And I pretty much followed in her footsteps. Wow, that, yeah. I mean, I I love it, man, because yeah. I love like the idea of. You know, getting your body right and working yeah, out and sure. being healthy because I feel like that's mm-hmm. a big part of like our lives. Like we should have our physical yeah. right, our Definitely. eating right. Like, like, what's your what's your philosophy on all those things? Like, honestly, like with everything that I do, I'm always on the go. Like, like I said, I work 24 hour shifts, and one right. shift I can have a fire, um, all kind of medical calls, multiple fires. I had like two to three fires in one shift one time, whether it's a house fire, then a car fire, so many different kind of fires, but. You have to take care of yourself physically. Otherwise, you can't do the job. 
And then right when I I work a 24-hour shift, then I go right to the gym and train my clients. So I'm there, and I don't leave the gym until, what, 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock at night. I have two kids. My kids are athletes, too. Somebody has practice every day. So I'm going from the gym right off a 24-hour shift right Mm. to the gym. And then I'm picking up my kids from practice, taking mm-hmm. them to practice, and then I have to go home. That's a whole nother job, being a mom, cooking, making That's sure that they're good. So one. by the time I get to sleep sometimes, I'm up almost 48 hours, like going on 40 hours. So if mm-hmm. I'm not fueling my body with, with you know, good nutrients, I, mm-hmm. I take my vitamins every day. I eat clean for the most part, 90% of the time. Um, mm-hmm. I'm at least drinking at least a gallon of water minimum a day. So all of that is important for me to sustain the life that I live. So for the yeah. people out there who are working their nine to five, right. or the people out there about to graduate college and they want to mm-hmm. start their business, right, how right. do you balance? How do you find that time? Because I mean, obviously yeah. everybody talk about balance, like, and I don't mean it in a cool way. Like I'm just yeah. super saying, I'm just, I'm just getting through it. I mean, right, right. balance of like actually growing my business, but then mm-hmm. also keeping my foundation strong and paying my bills. Like, yeah. how do you find that balance in all of that? You know what? I'm still learning that myself. Um, What I've learned is when you really want something, Mm -hmm. it's almost like there is no balance. Um, As much as we preach about balance and how you should have balance, Mm -hmm. honestly, when when you're in grind mode and it's and you have your eyes on a goal and you're trying to get to a certain certain place, you're not gonna have balance. And that's just what I've learned. So I've have a great support system. So that's where my my personally my balance comes in. Is because my support system is able to come in and pick up where I sometimes lack while I'm trying to chase whatever goal um, that I have in mind. But when it comes to just that grind, and my 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 advice to anybody, especially like if you're just graduating college, you're mm-hmm. young, you don't have a family yet, mm-hmm. don't go, don't don't have no kids yet. If you want to focus on, you have a dream, go get it because it's not going to be balanced. You almost have to be obsessed. You have to be pretty much. It's not going to be balanced when you're really trying to trying to yeah. get to a certain point. Once you get to that certain point, then you're able to kind of find that yeah. balance because you're already there, you know. Yeah. So. Nah, I 100% agree. Yeah. I I feel like there really isn't a true balance. Right. For re- really, like, because if mm-hmm. you if you're giving somewhere, you're getting somewhere. So it's exactly. always like teetering. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like you said, like. If it's something that you want to do, yeah, you will do it. Absolutely. No excuses. Mm-hmm. No, no other way to look at it. Yeah, and sure. and that kid piece is big too because yeah. sometimes I think back and I'm like, man, I wish I would started before I had my first kid. Mm-hmm. But it's like because it's like whenever you have your business and you have work or whatever you're doing, like right. once you add that kid in there, it's like yeah, it's like no right. nothing else matters. Yeah. But your kid, at, at, no matter what's in front of you, like yeah. you have to choose the kid every right. time because every time. they they need you. Like yep. they can't do without you. Yep. So that that's big for people. Like yeah, for sure. if you want to start something, if you want to do something, whatever mm-hmm. it is, like that having kids is cute, and you know you it got this is, little person. But, but <laughs> it's 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 big. It's big. Yeah, major. So so I want to talk about the book, but before mm-hmm. we get there, right. you know, I just want to talk about you know just. More about the gym. I want to talk about okay. about you getting into it. So you said mm-hmm. your mom. Let's go back. So you said your mom mm-hmm. had a gym. Yep. You were learning from her and the things mm-hmm. that she was doing. Like what? What was that like? How were you? Not what were you learning, but mm-hmm. how were you learning? Was she bringing you and saying, "Hey, this is what I'm doing," or were you just kind of um, like always there? It was more observing because 
like I said, I always, I fought that. She would be like, do you want to train? Do you want this gym? I'm really trying oh. to give you this gym. And I was like, nah, I don't want to <laughs> do this. This is your thing. I'm good. I'm going to college. I went to um, Savannah State University. Uh-huh. I got a, um, a degree, undergrad degree in mass communications, radio and television. You know, I'm going to do something Graduated. Totally yeah, different. I wanted to be a radio personality. That's what I just knew. I was like, you know, I'm going to be on the radio. That's what yeah. I want to do. That did not work out. Graduated college, ended up getting a master's in education. I was in, in higher education. I taught pre-K for a few years. I was just, I've always been athletic. I've always um, loved just seeing how the body can change and mm-hmm. just seeing what the body could do. Always loved that. But I was just fighting it because my mom did it. I just wanted uh-huh. to do something different, you know. So, um, but basically, just learning from her was more observation. Mm-hmm. And then once I kind of got serious about it, then right. it was more, okay, these are, you know, different things that you can do. More sitting down, me being the student, so to mm-hmm. speak. Once I kind of made up my mind that that's what I wanted to do. Okay. I remember I was talking with um, Frank. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Frank. Mm-hmm. And um, I was asking him, like, when you got into, like, doing, like, the gym and, like, mm-hmm. training people and stuff, I was right. just like, where did that come from for me? Like, was mm. that being athletic and then mm. things that you learned? Yeah. Like, what was that for you? Was it being that you were athletic? You got Same to- thing for me, I think. Being an athlete, you, you know what, what it takes to change your body. You mm. know what it takes to get better. Mm. You know, it's, it's embedded in you. I've been an athlete my whole life. My kids are athletes. Shout out to my kids. My daughter's an All-American pitcher. My okay. son just got back from the – he just finished up the Little League World Series. He batted right. a 909. Okay. If you know about batting averages, that's darn near perfect. So my kids have that same grind. It, it's just – it's in us, you mm. know. So I know – I already knew what it takes to, to change, to, to get better. Mm-hmm. And you just take that and you correlate it to something else. So it ended up just working for me. Okay. So what 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 sports did you did you play coming up? Well, growing up, you know, as a kid, I played mm-hmm. everything. Okay. I mean, I was a junior Olympian in track. I played okay. basketball in the AAU realm. Mm-hmm. I played um, soccer. Mm-hmm. You know, everything softball. But in college, I played softball. Of course, you know, you get to college, you got to choose. Mm-hmm. Um, softball gave me the most money. That's just what it was. <laughs> okay. And I didn't have to pay for college, so I went with the the whole softball route. Okay. So speaking of sports, I see mm-hmm. you came out with a book. I think you yeah. said it's a series, yeah. and it's called Girls Play Football oh. Too. Yeah. And I, I think that's a big one. So what, mm-hmm. what, what does that come from? What is that about? Yeah. Let's talk about that. So all my life, of course, I'm a girl. Growing up, you just see, you think football's for boys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, any sport, any from little league to mm-hmm. high school, anything, you just see boys. You don't see girls. The girls are the cheerleaders, right? Right. Uh, my brother was a football player. He was a phenomenal football player. But I always felt... Like, as I play every sport, but mm-hmm. I always felt like football was a sport that I was supposed to play. <laughs> I felt it. I'm talking about from a little girl. When I was in uh, sixth grade middle school, went to middle school, they had the whole JV, you know, I mean, yeah. not the JV, whatever it was at that point, yeah. middle school tryouts. Yeah. And I had a permission slip. I went and got the permission slip, and I took it to my dad. Uh-huh. And I was like, Dad, like, I'm telling you, I'm going to be an amazing football player. Mm-hmm. I would tell him this, and he would be like, girl, bye. Um, so I took him the permission slip, and he wouldn't <laughs> sign it. And he was like, I'm not signing you up to play football. Are you crazy? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I always, it was, I always just felt like I was supposed to play football. Of course, okay. he wouldn't sign it. I was upset. It, it was what it was. Um, and then, kind of fast forward, there was a league that came out and it was full pad league, not the lingerie league. So, yeah, not the <laughs> lingerie league. But it's, <laughs> it's a full pad football league. I don't want to talk too much about it because, you know, it's, it's in some, in gotcha. the works right now. But um, it's going to be just like the NFL mm-hmm. as far as how they were going to frame it, 32 mm-hmm. teams and everything. 
And they ended up having a combine and then had some um, had a draft. They mm-hmm. had all kind of tryouts and everything. Make a long story short, I sent my footage in because it was during the pandemic, so that we couldn't meet. So we had to send all kind of footage in according to like what position you played. Yeah. Pretty much like an online combine type of thing. Okay. So sent that in. Um, there's a, actually a celebrity in Atlanta. I can go ahead and say this. She owns the Atlanta team. The Atlanta team is Atlanta Amazons. Miss Deb, you know, um, Waka Flocka's mom? Yeah. Okay, so she owns the Atlanta team. Um, she reached out to me. She saw my footage. She called me, and she was like, I want you on the team. Okay. And that's kind of how that happened. So we're still kind of just waiting to see what's going to happen with that season. You know, the pandemic kind of put it on hold. So. That's neither here nor there, but that's really how I got back into football. And mm-hmm. I kind of went back to my little girl self, and I was like, you know what? That middle school you. Yes, that middle school me, and it's like, you know what? I always knew I was supposed to play football. And now it's like a, a full, full circle, circle moment. Yeah, now that I'm um, able to play football, I got some documents in my email that I had to sign and send back. So it was mm-hmm. like a running joke with my dad. I was like... I do not need <laughs> your signature to, to to play anymore. I can sign my own document. Yeah, I, I would have so came to him with a, with a paper like I got this lead. You could sign it, right? So that's kind of that full circle moment. So I kind of want, especially, and if you kind of see what's going on right now, um, uh, flag football mm-hmm. is like huge now for the girls. Like this popping up in the middle schools and mm-hmm. the high schools. Okay. Um, flag football is going to be um, an Olympic. Is coming to the Olympics too. Really? Okay. Yeah. So so it's crazy how it's popping up everywhere. So you see little girls playing football, mm-hmm. and so I kind of wanted to um, to represent that mm-hmm. with my book. Yeah. Okay. So I want to go back to the middle school moment when you. Mm-hmm. For people, you know, because you got people out there who are similar yeah. to you, and they they, they, they yeah. love to hear your experiences, so sure. they could have they 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 views. Yeah. When you was in middle school, when you went to your pops and you gave mm-hmm. him that letter and yeah. he turned you down, mm-hmm. what was next for you? What was your mind state like? Like, how did that make you feel? And what did you what did you do after? Yeah, honestly, with rejection, I always feel like it always pushes me to go harder. So mm-hmm. I, I ran track, I played basketball. It just pushed me to do, do more and else. Do, yeah, do everything else to the best of my ability since I couldn't do what I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, if I can't play football, I'm going to be the best at whatever it is that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So like my grind and my work ethic has always been like on a, another level anyway. So it's just kind of, it just made me go harder in everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. crazy. That my I was telling you off air, like mm-hmm. my wife, she has that same like philosophy you had, yeah, yeah. like because I we used to always have these debates, and I used to mm-hmm. be like, men are just naturally stronger than women. It's just uh-huh. natural. Don't 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 do it to me. So <laughs> so this that's that used, that used to be my debate. I used, mm-hmm. to, I used to go hard about that. Look at the average woman and the average man. Mm-hmm. But this is her point of view on it. Mm-hmm. Her thing was, it's not a fact of that the man is just naturally stronger. It's mm-hmm. just that the woman. Every day of her life is taught yeah. that she's less than. Mm-hmm. So now, as I come up, when I want to play football, yeah. I can't, and you can't. So now mm-hmm. you're getting your workout in in yep. that fashion of being hit and blah blah blah. Yep, right. And so now you all, anytime it could be a whole bunch of girls and a guy wants mm-hmm. to play, naturally yeah. you just tell yourself, "I lost." Mm-hmm. Y'all got him. Mm-hmm. And that's her thing. It's like it's not right. a fact of man is stronger mm-hmm. than woman. It's just a fact mm-hmm. of you just taught. And this yeah. is how woman's supposed to be, exactly. and this is how a man is supposed to be. Exactly. Do, is that do that? How do you feel those similar ways? Yeah. And what's your thing on that? Yeah, I do, and that's why I every chance I get, I try to break that barrier. So if you see the things that I do, uh, football, that's mm-hmm. a, that's something that's predominantly you know dominated by men. Yeah. I play football. If you see how many women firefighters have you seen, you don't see them that often. You know, um, growing up, I never saw a female firefighter. Um, in my department, there's what 
over 200 firefighters and it's only four women, four females. Wow. And that's that's a lot. That's that's pretty good. That's you know? a lot? Yeah, you don't see a lot of wow. uh, uh, female firefighters. If, if you just think about it, think about yeah, every time yeah, you see I some know. guys, people get off the fire truck. I, I see you a woman hop out. Yeah. Exactly. So that's something else that I'm doing. So, and and that's going to lose to my next book, uh, Girls Fight Fire 2. Yeah. It's pretty much everything that I do is like, Girls can, we can do whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Women can do whatever. Girls, women, however you want to look at it. But we can do that too. Mm-hmm. And, and that's my whole philosophy. I'm trying to break into anything that's dominated by a man that I, that I have a passion about, right. that I really want to do. I'm going to show you that it can be done. Okay. So when did, when did you when did you start that series with girls play football? So too? this started. My book has been out for like over a year now. Um, so this is the, yeah yeah this is the first book in the series. Um, girls play football too. Okay. Um, and I love this book. I wanted it to be so. If you see most children's books, you know, they read the book, they throw yeah. it to the side. You may reread it a, a few times. Yeah, my but kids bring books who read it halfway through. Yeah, it, throw it to the side, yeah. right? But with mine, mm-hmm. I wanted it to be interactive. Okay. You know, so I have. Um, so I have coloring pages in here. So it's like four uh, different pages of coloring pages. And then I have like a word search. Uh, um, I have a glossary because like girl, a lot of girls, it's for girls and boys, but a lot of times they may not know certain football terms. So in my glossary I have, it says like motion right, twins left, snap, receiver, quarterback. Those are just different terms that are used within the book. And it kind of mm-hmm. gives you the definition. And then over here it has like the word search with different words that are used within, you know, within the book. Mm-hmm. So I wanted it to be interactive so it's not just a throwaway. You mm-hmm. can read it. You can color in here. You can do your word search. You can look at the glossary. And then you can, of course, en- enjoy the story. So girls play football, too. And then in the back, it kind of shows you um, the next book in the series. And that's uh, J.M. Makes the Team. So that book is already done. It's just kind of, you know. In the works. In the works. So that'll, that'll be out, too, soon. Wow. So so you... Fighting fires, mm-hmm. changing bodies. Yeah. What made you say like I might write this book? You know what? This is something I've always wanted to do. So this is how I am. If I want to do something, I have the idea. Mm-hmm. I put you know the notes in my phone. I put the notes in my phone, uh, in my iPhone. Just go to my notes, and I'll just whatever whatever I'm thinking at that point. Mm-hmm. I put it in there, okay. and that's how everything starts. So I did that probably maybe like three years ago. I wanted to write a children's book, but I just didn't know. I kind of started and stopped mm-hmm. so many times because I just didn't know what I wanted to write about. I didn't have that inspiration. Yeah. And then one day I was like, girls play football too. I, and I, to it just came to me, and I literally wrote the book in 30 minutes because it was just the time for it, you know, and um, wrote it in 30 minutes. I got with my a publishing company, an illustrator. Mm-hmm. My team is amazing. I have an amazing illustrator and publisher. Um uh, and it pretty much is. That's kind of how it came about. Yeah. Man, yeah. It's, it's it's amazing. When I when I look at your page, and I was yeah. just looking at you, and I was checking you out, I was right. just like, I was just looking at like your facial expressions and mm. just the way you, the things you post, what you wrote, yeah. and I really feel like you seem happy. Yeah. You seem purposeful. Like For you seem sure. like. Like you walking in that line that you're mm-hmm. supposed to be walking in. Like, yeah. is, am I am I am I right about that? Do you feel that way? Like, is that that's your yeah. yeah. So this this part makes me emotional. But when I say anything that I want to do, I'm going to do it. And I don't know. Sometimes I don't know how. I don't know why I want to do some, some things. Like being a firefighter. Mm-hmm. I became a firefighter when I was 34 years old, you know? Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm 35 now. And that's wow. kind of old in the fire department. A lot of firefighters yeah. start when they're, you know, 18. Some start older. But, like, I was the second oldest in my class. Like, I literally was in... 
in, in recruit school with 18, 19-year-olds, you know, youthful, strong. And I'm when I say it's something that it's just, it's God, you know, it's stuff that I pray about. It's stuff that I, I put out in the atmosphere. I put, like I say, I put a notes in my phone. I have like four other notes in my phone, and I know that whatever I put in my phone, mm-hmm. it's gonna happen because it's something that I'm sitting on that I'm praying about, yeah, yeah. and it, it's just about the timing. Everything that I do, I do it with a purpose. And my personally, I feel like my purpose and my reason for being here is to change lives, and every aspect in every aspect of my life. So I feel yeah. like with my book. Mm-hmm. I'm helping little girls realize that they can play football too. Yeah, it's a that. different mentality. As far as being a trainer, I, I'm giving you self confidence. I'm helping change your life in that aspect. As far as being a firefighter, I mean that's pretty self explanatory. Most of my calls are medical, mm-hmm. so I mean whether we, we CPR, just helping helping individuals, just meeting them on their worst day in their worst moment and making it better somehow. And so I really feel like everything that I do it, is with that purpose aligned. I was gonna ask you, hey, what's your goals? But I feel like you just <laughs> you just answered that, man. Yeah, so yeah. any 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 other closing statements you want to tell to these females out there, to these women out there, to mm-hmm. just people out there? Yeah. You know anything you want to leave the people with? Honestly, this is something that I always say. I write this on my mirror in my bathroom. It's in the gym. I write this everywhere. Anytime I have just like a blank piece of paper, I write it on the piece of paper. There's no limit to what you can achieve. And a lot of times, it's like we put limits on ourselves. It's kind of like, okay, well, I can't do this because I'm in this position or I'm not able to do this. But when I say when you make it up in your mind that it's something that you're going to do, you just formulate a plan and you just got to step out on faith. It's so many times that I didn't know how I was going to open a gym. I didn't know how I was going to write a book. I didn't know how I was going to become a firefighter. That's probably hands down the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, I mean, I'm talking about I go and I almost quit like so many times just because of how hard it was and how much how many other things I had going on in my life. And um, yeah, so it's just like there's no limit to what you can achieve. Put your mind to it. and You can do it. You can do it. And there you have it. That was that was amazing. So there y'all have it. Another amazing episode. Jay came through and, and yep. she, she killed it. Um, you know, make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe. Share this with somebody, um, and we'll see you on the next one. We out.